Hey everyone, this is Coach Tall Guy coming with you with Coach Talk. Uh, this week I'm discussing uh, practice killers. So many times uh, I've been walking around soccer fields or I've seen coaches and uh, I can see the look on their face of just like, oh man, this is not going real well. And some of the reasons that happens is they just, uh, they killed their practice from the start. They've done some things that have just ruined the session. So I'm going to discuss a little bit about things you want to avoid if you want to have a good practice. So first off, the biggest practice killer is too much talking as a coach. So there's a lot of coaches who um, they, they want to be thorough in their instructions, but then they talk and talk and talk and talk. And you have to remember with youth players, like one, they're young, so their intention spans are super short two they want to play so they've kind of like already like they just want to go 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 and if you find yourself just talking and talking and talking you've lost the kids attention uh they're frustrated they want to play they want to be active they come to soccer practice to move around have fun and to, and to play so if you're just constantly chirping away uh you're gonna kill your practice session i've seen a lot of times coaches mean well it's just unfortunately they just kind of go down this uh, this black hole of talking too much and immediately the kids kids are over it another practice killer is uh, lines so when you do activities with tons of lines that just means the kids are waiting they're not getting as many repetitions um, and they're also just again not being active kids want to come to soccer practice they want to be active so there's nothing wrong per se with having some lines from time to time from an organizational standpoint but if the lines aren't a quick kind of like go 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 or if you have too many kids in a line you've really got them just sitting there waiting they're again kind of frustrated because they're not moving uh, there's a lot of opportunities when they're in lines to kind of start you know hanging out with their buddies getting distracted so try to avoid those lines or if you are going to use lines make sure that you don't have more than two to three kids in a line that can kill your practice real quick a uh, big one on the recreational side too is is not having a good plan of action of transitioning from an activity to another activity so a lot of times if you're not prepared, so that's honestly the biggest one. If you're not prepared, if you don't have a plan, you're already, your session is going to be a lot harder to run. Um, but it's that transition piece. So you have one activity, you want to move to another activity, but the setup's completely different and you don't kind of have a plan of action on how to do it. Well, then the kids, again, they're kind of waiting. You're setting up cones. There's not a, you know, there's nobody looking at them. There's nobody keeping them on task. A lot of coaches will use a water break to then move cones around, which is fine. But those water breaks, those transitional times have to be um, quick. So if it's taking you two to three minutes just to transition from an activity to another activity, you've now kind of lost the kids, uh, they, they're gone, their attentions are gone, and then the hard part is you're now having to try to bring them back in, explain something, and that's just gonna meet up, eat up more time in your practice, and that kind of kills the flow of the practice. Um, the practice piece too that can kill a session is you mean well, you have all these activities figured out, but the activities don't actually like, match your theme for the practice so if your theme was dribbling and then 
you start with dribbling and then the next thing you know you're you're moving to practicing practice like passing and you kind of didn't have that like build where you want to go from simple to complex and stick on the theme of dribbling that can also kill your practice um, at the younger ages particularly for coaches who are working with like five six seven year olds and eight year olds um, and even our, our older recreational teams as well like um, you see this all the time in schools like they they play because they want to be with their friends and that's fantastic we want to honor that um, but a lot of activities you might be doing are partner activities and sometimes as we all know like they might be best friends but that doesn't mean that they're going to work real well together so as you go through your season you're going to kind of figure out what kids can work with who and you're going to need to make sure that sometimes those friendships even though they're good friends they're just they just cannot keep it together they distract one another so it's not that you're breaking those friendships up it's just you're going to have to find different players for those kids to work with um, because if you get those kids in a group, it can immediately just kill your session because you're going to spend a lot of time just sort of re-engaging those kids um, into the practice, which creates a problem because then other kids are, aren't really being looked after because you're just focusing on two to three individuals who are really kind of destroying your practice, uh, which isn't really fair to the whole team. Another thing that can just kill your practice is if you have no enthusiasm. So if you're in going into a practice and you know, you're just kind of there showing up and you're very monotone voice, like, all right, today, boys, we're going to practice girls. I want you to go over there, go over there. I mean, the energy that you're bringing to the table as a coach, you've already just crushed your practice. You're not going to get a lot of energy out of the kids. Um, you're, in fact, you're probably just going to get frustrated because they're moving very slow. They're not really putting in the effort. So it's really important that you bring some good positive energy into your activities. Uh, so these are all things you want to avoid. The biggest thing you can do to just help yourself have a great session and not kill your practice is just be prepared. Have a plan of action. Know the activities you want to do have a little thought process about how it's gonna look, how it's gonna run, avoid those long water breaks, avoid um, activities where you're just having to do a ton of different setups so that your transition is quick and you'll do fine. Um, but yeah, I've just, I hope this helps you guys. Uh, again, these are just little tidbits to help your practice go well. If you ever have any questions or thoughts or ideas or, you know, thinking like, hey, Adam, could you do a podcast on this or do that? Um, Coach Doll Guy, can we work on this? What, what do you think about that? Feel free to shoot me a line at adamc at edgesoccer.net. I know a lot of you have just started practices for the fall season. I hope they're going well. And I hope you found this uh, informational and we'll see you later. Talk to you soon. Bye.